We read a lot of books here at The Weekly Reader, and while we enjoy most of them, we definitely have our favorite books and authors. I'm Lisa Morgan, and today on the show, our book critic Marion Winnick reviews two new, much-anticipated novels from Douglas Stewart and Jennifer Egan. Hi, Marion. Hi, Lisa. Perhaps listeners remember our love for Douglas Stewart's Shuggy Bane, one of our Weekly Reader book club picks back in 2020. After our delightful meeting with Douglas, he went on to win the Booker and several other prizes. And now, the tenement building where Shuggy grew up is glimpsed again in Stewart's second book, Young Mungo, which unfurls a decade later in an adjacent neighborhood. You wouldn't think you'd be eager to return to these harsh, impoverished environs, but again, Stewart has created characters so vivid, dilemmas so heartrending, and dialogue so brilliant that the whole thing sucks you in like a vacuum cleaner. As the book opens, Mungo's usually absentee mother, known as Moma when she's sober and Taddy Bogle when she's drunk, is making an appearance at the flat where Mungo lives with his 16-year-old sister Jody. Jody has full responsibility for the household as their older brother Hamish, a violent gang leader, lives with the 15-year-old mother of his child and her parents. Moma's only come by to pack Mungo off on a fishing trip with two strangers. This creepy weekend plays out over the course of the book, interleaved with the events of months before. Mungo meets a neighbor boy named James who raises racing pigeons. The boys are kindred spirits and offer each other a tenderness completely absent from any other part of their lives. But even before Hamish gets wind of this relationship, he has decided to make Mungo a man, forcing him to participate in a West Side Story-style rumble. Stewart's sentences lilt along in their delightfully Scottish way, and though a lot of this book is very sad, there's a wonderful ray of hope at the end. We are also mega-fans of Jennifer Egan and can happily report that her sequel to the Pulitzer Prize-winning A Visit from the Goon Squad is an even more mind-blowing masterpiece. It's called The Candy House. Building on the cast introduced in Goon Squad, in episodes stretching from the 1960s to the 2030s, the novel revolves around an invention called Own Your Unconscious, which allows users to transfer their memories into permanent digital storage and share this information publicly. As well as exploring the effects of technology on what it means to be human, The Candy House is about love, family, ambition, fame, and fiction itself. The stories are told in a dazzling array of voices, including one chapter that is all texts and emails, and another that contains field instructions for an intelligence agent delivered by an electronic weevil in her brain. While we're talking favorites, here's what our favorite book critic, Dwight Garner of The New York Times, had to say. The candy house makes you feel a bit high drugged, and fitted with VR goggles almost from the start. Egan has a zonking sense of control. She knows where she's going and the polyphonic effects she wants to achieve, and she achieves them, as if she were writing on a type of MacBook that won't exist for another decade. Final note, the audio of The Candy House has a cast of 20 different narrators, and you do have to pay close attention, but it's great. The books are Young Mungo by Douglas Stewart and The Candy House by Jennifer Egan. You can find more information about these titles and our podcast at WIPR.org or on the WIPR app. That's also where you can find hundreds of book recommendations from past episodes of The Weekly Reader, so you will always have something wonderful to read. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marian Winnick.